It's time for everybody's most favorite segment of the show. We're crushing it with Bishop David Kagan. Unfortunately, we don't have Bishop in studio, but we do have him on the phone. We're not letting you get out of our show, Bishop. <laughs> Good morning, Bishop. How are you doing this morning? Fine, thank you. <laughs> so we had uh, initially planned, everybody, uh, to talk about the upcoming Amazon Synod this fall. There's been so many questions. A lot of people have written in. A lot of people have personally asked us, you know, could you address some of these hot topic issues, <clears throat> such as the, the, the discussion of married clergy, uh, the environment, and so many other things um, that are circulating around uh, the, the church's news right now. And we are going to do that for you, but we're going to do it next time that the Sons of Thunder are on. This time, uh, we uh, have Bishop Kagan on this morning, and in lieu of the, the death of our beloved Bishop Zipfel, the former bishop of the Diocese of Bismarck, we thought we might just discuss uh, a little bit of Bishop Zipfel's life um, and the transition when you, Bishop Kagan, uh, took over. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about uh, those early days when you were transitioning in and he was transitioning out. Uh, yes, I, I had never met uh, Bishop Zipfel until I actually uh, came to Bismarck, uh, arriving here, a little bit after 12 noon on October 18th of 2011, Father uh, John Guthrie, who was uh, rector at the cathedral and vicar general, he met me here at the airport, and then uh, we drove over to uh, uh, have lunch at what was then the chancery and the residence for Bishop Zippel. Now it's just the bishop's residence. Um, and I, I met Bishop Zippel in person for the first time. And uh, uh, anyone who's, who's, who knows Bishop Zippel, uh, you know, it sounds kind of trite, but in, in this case it's true. To know Bishop Zippel is to truly uh, love him as, as a priest, as, as a friend. And uh, we hit it off immediately. Uh, we spent a lot of time together uh, that afternoon. Uh, he took me and, and gave me a, a, a brief tour of our uh, cathedral, and then we, we came back, and we just uh, started visiting and had a, had a wonderful visit all afternoon uh, upstairs in the, in the residence part uh, of the chancery. And uh, he was he was so wonderful. Uh, he he bent over backwards to make uh, my arrival uh, as smooth as possible, and it really was. Uh, and uh, but that that was simply I came very quickly to to realize that's that's who Bishop Zippel was, and and uh, he. He, he never wanted uh, to be, so to speak, uh, making things difficult for people, uh, no matter what it was. And uh, but uh, on the other hand, as I quickly came to learn, not from him, uh, but from so many uh, of our priests and and the, especially the people uh, who uh, were working in diocesan offices here. Um, a, an exceptional 
uh, a teacher, a very faithful uh, priest and bishop, a very spiritual man, and that that just that had a profound influence on so many. And um, yeah, he from uh, the day uh, when I was ordained and installed as his successor here. He and I uh, had uh, very frequent uh, visits. I, I, he, he moved out to a very nice suite Monsignor Shea uh, built for him at the University of Mary. And uh, he and I, uh, often enough, I would go out and visit him out there and just talk about things. Uh, from time to time, uh, we, we would uh, have a, a lunch date. Either he'd come uh, to the... Uh, chancery or more often we'd go someplace uh not too far uh for lunch and and just visit and believe me uh and and i've come to know him uh far later than uh, almost everyone else um just an excellent humble and holy priest and bishop i I couldn't I couldn't agree with you, you more, know. Bishop. We actually, when we had him up, uh, when you mentioned his place at the University of Mary, that's I was living out there as vocation director, right across right. the hall from him, and yeah. he was he was just I mean the guys that lived on the hall just loved being around him. He would just kind of you know do some spiritual direction, hear confessions. They just loved having mm-hmm. him. Uh, but he oh, always, yeah. <laughs> one of the times <clears throat> he was cooking, he actually it's kind of a funny story. He decided to cook hamburgers uh, and fry them in his apartment. And it was within, I don't know, five minutes that he set off every fire alarm on the hall. <laughs> and he c- comes out of his out of his room and he's like, "What's all the commotion about?" And like, smoke just pours out of his door. And, but he was always such a such a loving man and, and such a caring man as well. I, I, I know for me, the two things that I will remember well, three things. Number one, he ordained me. Number two, uh, was that he had the the most phenomenal singing voice the man really really could yeah, sing and he was a tr- he he was a tremendous preacher he really had a charism with uh, with with his homily and a great magician yeah that's right yeah. he could do some of the he showed me some of his magic tricks it just drew, it blew my mind i got so mad about it cuz you just you know he's doing something sleight of hand but you can't see it i saw once he flicked a quarter back and i was from the side and he like literally it went like a foot into the other hand and he just grabbed it really quick it was amazing to see bishop i want to move to uh, i want to move to the funeral of a bishop Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you could just talk a little bit about, you know, not only the funeral of a bishop, but also in general, just sort of the equality of funerals in general, whether you're president or a layperson or bishop or whatever it well, might be. We're all sort of equal at the foot of the cross. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, the one thing all of us can't escape is uh, that moment uh, when our earthly lives end in death uh, and that. Uh, immediate and particular judgment before uh, our Lord Christ, but uh, with the the funeral of a bishop, it it is uh, not terribly different from uh, the funeral of uh, a priest. Uh, the bishop is vested in vestments, uh, either. It's a little difficult in a in a casket 
uh, you can it can be managed uh, to wear the mitre until such time as the casket is closed, and then uh, you know the mass begins. But uh, at least uh, he, the bishop wears the pectoral cross. He has his ring. Um, uh, the the other symbols of his office, the the crozier, the mitre, uh, it can be placed next to the casket. Uh, but the funeral liturgy itself, uh, when you look in the Missal, there are funerals for uh, a bishop, just as there is for a pope, just there, as there is for a priest. Uh, so we follow what the, uh, the liturgical uh, uh, rites are uh, as far as the liturgy itself. It's somewhat redundant, I guess, uh, for the celebration of the funeral mass. Uh, and uh, it, it, I think it's mainly uh, in the presentation of uh, who this bishop is, uh, and of course uh, for uh, both the visitation and the um, the Mass itself, uh, the bishop, uh, it's held in the body of the cathedral because this he was the pastor. The bishop is always the pastor of the cathedral parish, uh, and for 14 years he served so faithfully and, and uh, selflessly as, as the bishop here uh, for the entire diocese. Uh, he... Uh, his head is to the altar, uh, and as he uh, not only offered the Holy Mass here, but presided over uh, all the official diocesan liturgies and ceremonies, he faces the people. Uh, so, whereas can I interrupt person, you for a second? Yeah, go okay. Ahead. Yeah, no, no, you were just going to touch on that because I've heard this before, but I, 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 I'm not aware of it. So his. If you could just repeat that, his his head is faced towards the people. Why versus a layperson? Well, because bishop uh, and priest, uh, and uh, it, it, the same would hold true for an ordained deacon. The official ministers of the church uh, preach and teach and celebrate the sacraments facing the people. The people, in a sense. Uh, come to them and gather before them. And so that's the difference. That's why uh, clerics uh, in death uh, at their funerals face the congregation, so to speak. All right. Yeah, thanks, I just Bishop. I absolutely love being Catholic because first off, this is the first bishop's funeral that I'm ever going to be at uh, right. or I've ever been at. But secondly, it is just... There, there is never a time that the faith, there isn't a depth to the faith. I mean, there is so much stuff that we do symbolically that has a deeper meaning. Folks, we're uh, live from Schweitzer's Gourmet Meats, locally here in Bismarck, and we are just finishing up our time with Bishop David Kagan. We are talking about the death of Bishop Ziffel, funeral liturgies. Uh, and uh, that, that funeral is going to be Monday. Yeah, Monday at 1130, and uh, Sunday evening will be the vigil uh, for the bishop. You know, uh, Bishop Kagan, I, 
I remember if you, we only have a couple couple minutes here, but I was wondering if you mm-hmm. uh, could you just when you had your ad limited visit with Bishop Zipful, um, what was that like? First off, what is an ad limited visit? Yeah, well, it's uh, every five years. Of course, it doesn't end up being every five years as as can happen, but uh, it's when uh, the diocesan bishop goes uh, to Rome uh, to make a report first and foremost to the Holy Father and then to uh, the congregations and dicasteries, as they're called, uh, uh, about the the status of uh, the Catholic Church, the, the, the faith and its practice, in one's own diocese, and so we were due to go uh, in March of 2012, and so Bishop Zippel really had presided over the compilation of the report, uh, which uh, uh, extended, ended with December 31st, 2010, and so uh, he and I went together, and it was just a tremendous uh, experience for me. Uh, yeah, I, I bet. I, I can't imagine. First of all, going over and being with the Pope, but second of all, to be there, you know, as a, two bishops. Brother one bishops. Is, yeah, right. brother bishops is one is passing on. Bishop, thank you for having us, or for have, being on the show. we got to get going here. Sure. Uh, right. Always a pleasure to have you. <clears throat> we Thanks, look forward to having you back again.